0: Hey everyone, what the heck is up? And welcome to the podcast. Welcome back. If you are a returning listener, you are currently tuned in to Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, spirituality, and mysticism. Ooh, I am your host, Katrina Macias. I'm an intuitive healer. If you want to work with me one-on-one for energy healing, my link is in the description. Anyways, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm very, excited to have you here with me today. For this week's episode, we are going to be talking about human design and how I've used human design to have a better understanding of myself. Human design is a synthesis of ancient wisdom and modern science to help you understand more about yourself. And so before we go any further, I highly suggest that you follow the link in my show notes to figure out what your human design is. The link that I'm putting in my show notes is just the website that I use to find out mine specifically, but you can use whichever one that you want to on Google. I do know that the one that I use is very accurate and very free, so go ahead and use that one if you're interested. The information that I'm using from this podcast is also primarily from the book Understanding Human Design, The New Science of Astrology, Discover Who You Really Are by Karen Curry. Everything is going to be linked in the show notes so that you can have direct access to the tools that I use to find out this information. But I'm sure that you can do a Google search for whatever information you want to find. There's lots of videos on YouTube as well. Just whatever helps you understand yourself more. All right, so let's begin. So the concept of human design and the chart that comes with it is it's basically a blueprint for your authentic self and the purpose of all of it is to help you align with your authentic self by first helping you understand your story second understanding what you aren't so that you have a clear picture of what you are and then finally using this knowledge to create your story and use it to empower you it's basically like a personal discovery tool to increase your own self-awareness so that you i mean awareness is power knowledge is power and when you know more about yourself, you're able to navigate your life path in a much more fluid way that doesn't contradict, um, I guess, the natural geometry of who you are. If you're into astrology, then I have some news for you because the human design is basically astrology on crack because it's a synthesis of astrology, the Judaic Kabbalah, the chakra system, quantum physics, and the I Ching. So this is just like combining so many different methodologies into one place so that you can just get the most detailed description of yourself possible for self-discovery. It's pretty freaking cool. So I'm going to break down the human design chart in a way that is very, very simplified and basically just makes sense to me because this is a lot of new information for me as well. So I don't wanna overwhelm anyone and I don't wanna just be saying random things. So let's break it down in like the simplest way. Please don't come at me if I'm doing this wrong. So human design has three major sections. You have the body chart, the birth chart and the keynotes. So let's start with the body chart. The body chart is basically a map for your energy configuration. And it has nine energy centers. So you have the head, the mind, the throat, the identity, the will, the emotional solar plexus, the root, the sacral, and the spleen each of the nine centers in the body relate to a certain frequency of energy and a certain theme of our lives. For example, the head is for inspiration and the sacral is for life force energy and workforce. So each of these nine centers is also determined by whether they are defined or undefined. So if you have a defined center that means that it's going to be colored in in your chart and it represents the energy that you radiate outwardly consistently so it's the type of personality that you have consistently throughout your life that you just share with the world however if you have an undefined center which means that it's drawn with like zero color in your chart it means that it is influenced by external factors depending on your environment. So it, it it changes depending on where you are, right? So just having this information, it gives you insight on how you respond to your environment and how you are influenced. Each of the nine centers are connected by channels and there are... 32 channels and each of them tell you an aspect about your personality so this also has to do with color as well if you have an open channel it means that it's undefined meaning that it's influenced by your environment and it changes depending on where you are if you have a black channel it means that it's an unconscious part of your personality and if you have a red channel it means that you are consciously aware of this part of your personality and at the end of every channel is a gate and these gates are there's 64 of them and it it adds a little zest to your personality like i said the human design chart is just like super detailed in depth and so the gates are just another way to give you further insight into your personality it talks about what drives you your life purpose how you connect to source like just even more detail on your personality and finally, sometimes these channels and gates all connect together to form a cohesive circuit, which is just like aspects that work well together that are amplified, okay? <laughs> I hope I'm making sense. I'm just spewing out a lot of information, but it's it's so detailed that there's like literally no way for me to <laughs> explain it in any other way. And this is like simplified to a T, <laughs> Okay, moving on to your birth chart, this has a lot of your planetary symbols. It talks about your unconscious and conscious personality in depth as well. You have your gate numbers, your gate lines, your profiles, which are your specific type of learning style, and also your incarnation cross, so your life purpose. To be honest, when I look at the birth chart, I just see a lot of numbers and symbols that I don't really know how to read. And so the girth of where I find most of my information that I can just practically apply and understand just by like first glance is going to be in the keynote section. So this is basically a section that just like highlights the most important parts of your chart. So this includes the type of personality you have, your strategy that you should follow, the authority of how you should use your strategy, and also your emotional theme. Because the keynote section is where people really gather most of their information, I'm going to describe the keynote section more in depth. So let's start with number one, the type. There are five different types of personality in the human design world. These five types are the manifester, the manifesting generator, the generator, the projector, and the reflector. Knowing which type of personality you have is crucial in being able to make cohesive decisions in your life that flow and aren't contradictory to who you are. Equally as important as understanding your type is being able to understand your strategy as well. Your strategy comes from your type and it gives you information on how to make choices for you. And following your strategy helps you experience the correct circumstances for you um, that truly flow with your personal destiny, okay? It's just like working with the natural flow of design Um, in order to reach your goals. And it's about using the path of least resistance in order to get there. So for example, like if a giraffe had a goal of grabbing a piece of fruit off of a tree, it would naturally just use its long neck to reach for it and bite it off. however the giraffe could decide that instead it wanted to like knock against the tree and shake it down with its body in order to knock the piece of fruit to the floor and then eventually pick it up from there like it could do that but it just is a lot more work and is more difficult so just the giraffe should just use what it is naturally designed to do which is grab things with its long neck you know what i mean So what I'm going to do is share the percentage of people in each of the five different personality traits and then explain what their strategies are. So 8% of the population are manifestors, 35% of the population are generators, another 35% are manifesting generators, 20% are projectors, and 1% of the world's population are reflectors. So moving on to strategies. The strategy for manifestors is to inform and they're encouraged to initiate action. The strategy for generators is to wait to respond. The strategy for manifesting generators is to visualize and inform. The strategy for projectors is to wait to be invited and then the strategy for reflectors is to wait 28 days before responding. Okay, so you see that variation in strategy, right? It it's very unique to each and every group. But this also identifies how it can be problematic why if we don't know what our human design chart is, because we could be following the improper strategy for our own natural design. So I'm going to give you an example. So like I said, only 8% of the world's population are manifestors with the strategy to initiate and inform in order to have their needs met. However, as a society, I think it's pretty common to agree that we're all conditioned to believe that we are manifestors and use the strategy of initiation and taking action. Even as small children, we're always told if we want something, go out, go do it, just like make it happen. And sometimes if that strategy doesn't work for us, if it contradicts our natural, um, way of being like if we're generators manifesting generators projectors or reflectors um, if we try and use the manifestor strategy we can find disappointment and pitfalls and often find ourselves discouraged so it's really important that you know (laughs) your own strategy because it that you'll be able to work with what's best for you in order to get what you want So the other components of the keynote section include your authority, which explains your decision-making process. um, And it talks about whether you're spontaneous or you need extra time in making good choices. And then finally, your emotional theme, which is the emotions that you might find most challenging in your life. So everything that I've explained, every piece of this puzzle, it just maps a bigger picture to help you have a deeper understanding of who you are. And being able to combine all of this information and bring it all together is where you find a really good deep understanding where you're able to practically guide your own awareness and just empower the way that you live your life. So I thought it would be super cute and fun if I shared with you some of the major aspects of my human design chart so that you could get to know me a little bit better and I could sort of explain what I've learned by going through this process process. So I am a generator with a three five profile of martyr heteric. My strategy is to respond. I have emotional authority and my themes are satisfaction and frustration. (laughs) You're probably like, what the hell did you just say to me? Um, So I'm going to try and explain that as best as I can. So as I've mentioned, I am a generator with a strategy to respond. And I think this is the biggest takeaway that I've learned from doing this whole human design chart and process. Um, Like the example I used before about manifestors, I definitely have lived the majority of my life trying to initiate and take action in order to have my needs met. And honestly, having like a hard reflection on my life, I'm starting to see how that hasn't always worked out for me in a supportive way. Generators are supposed to have a strong sense of allowing and trust in order to let life show up for them instead of actively trying to make life happen for them. Um, Generators are meant to set the intention and wait for the evidence to show up in their outer reality and then take action only once the opportunity presents itself instead of trying to find the opportunity. So the fear that comes with being a generator is that if you just sit and wait, then nothing's gonna happen. Um, The fear is also that if you're just sitting and waiting, you're being lazy. But it's all about keeping the intention and trusting that what's meant for you is gonna come to you. And once you start... Feeding into that energy you're going to start realizing as a generator how quickly life will show up for you and upon reflection in my life I'm starting to really see like I was reading these books and like thinking about my life and I was just like oh my god this is so true there have been so many times when I've actively tried to seek out clients or seek out doing this um, like finding opportunities finding jobs and it's led me to dead ends. And it's made me feel like what I want wasn't for me. And it made me feel really sad, kind of, to be honest, just really disappointed in general. But then I'm also starting to realize how many times I've just like prayed about it and like set the intention and kind of just waited. And life has truly just shown up for me with so many opportunities that have perfectly align me on this path to where I am now. And there's just like this struggle dynamic. um, I think of me thinking that I have to initiate action and like do all these things in order to get what I want. And I'm starting to realize now to just like release and let flow and let go because that's just part of my design. And that's why on this podcast and in my life, I've stressed so much about femininity. Like if you listen to me, if you hear what I say, like (laughs) it's so evident that I'm a freaking generator because I always say like, I need to tap into my femininity and let things happen for me. And when I find discomfort, it's when I'm not listening to that part of myself. And now I'm seeing like, the reason why I have such strong ideals in this way is because I'm built this way. So I have a perfect example of how this has been highlighted in my life that I'm a little embarrassed to admit, but I just want to start off by saying being an entrepreneur is intense. It's some serious stuff and it's really an emotional roller coaster. So having this knowledge of having a strategy to respond is so helpful for me. Okay. So I'm going to explain this. Um, So I've been looking to be a part of more speaking engagements. After my retreat in Utah or attending the retreat in in Utah, I've realized how much of a passion I have for leading large groups of people and how much joy that brings me in order to like being able to connect with people in that way, especially with teaching Qigong. And so I, oh, this is embarrassing. I emailed a company that I saw was having a workshop event And I saw that they were were holding an event and I wanted to be a part of it. And so I emailed them, I told them about me, and I told them that I wanted to volunteer and be a part of their workshop for free and so that I could be a part of the speaking engagement and be able to teach at this event. And it was really scary for me to put myself out there. And I thought, you know, if I'm putting myself out there, they'll be able to respond to this and want me as a part of their team. Um, but they straight up ghosted me and they did not respond whatsoever. And I was just kind of left on red, right? I don't know if that's ghosting, but I was definitely left on red. And from that, I felt so freaking discouraged. And I was just like, okay, maybe this path is not for me. Um, I put myself out there and I was met with rejection. So I don't know if this is supposed to be what I'm supposed to be doing. Anyways, I, I've been struggling with that for a while now. But then I've just kind of like been working on my mindset these past few weeks. I've been really tapping into flow and kind of just like receptivity and kind of releasing all this pressure. I've been really trying hard to stay present and release the pressure that I've put on myself. And from doing so, I've recently just out of the blue been offered an opportunity to teach workshops um by someone completely different from the company that I was reaching out to there's no connection whatsoever but I just received a call and was asked to be a part of a team to lead a community in teaching qigong so (laughs) that's me responding to the universe and I was like hello yes that is for me I kind of just had to wait for the opportunity to come for me instead of seek it out and through that I've seen a ton of I've seen like fruition i've seen the fruits of my labor laid out to me and it's just by waiting which is such a crazy concept no one wants to wait i'm so impatient but now i'm being told like signs by the universe like sister you gotta wait gotta have patience and let us show up for you (sighs) okay we'll try that out (laughs) human design is a kind of new process for me and so I am interested to see how listening to this chart will influence my life. And I will definitely get back to you guys to see if it is something that's worked for me. I'm excited, I really am. And like I said, that was just one example of how waiting to respond has Reaped a lot of benefits for me. There's so many examples upon reflection that I'm starting to realize um, Ring true for me. So I will put this to the test and see what What the universe has in store for me by waiting? So the other big part of my chart that I wanted to touch on was my profile Like I said, I have a three five martyr heteric profile and what that means is that as like my conscious side is the martyr side and my unconscious side is the heteric side. So as a martyr, um, my life path, I guess, and the way that I learn is through trial and error. My whole life is basically an experiment where I'm just testing things out and seeing what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Apparently there's no such thing as mistakes for me because everything is a lesson and I use everything under my belt to navigate my life and learn from. And the other part of me is the heteric side, which is so interesting because this part is meant to teach others and help lead others through my examples. So I think it's just so funny how they're tied together because basically my life consists of me trying to figure things out and failing and succeeding at different things and then telling other people all about it and reflecting that and mirroring that information right back to them, which I think is so freaking relevant because hello, this whole podcast is me just like (laughs) trying to figure out what the hell life is supposed to be and then sharing my examples and failures and success. Um, so it just really ties into what I'm already doing, and I think it's just kind of hilarious like figuring all this stuff out. And honestly, just reading all about my human design chart has been just one big laugh, laugh fest <laughs> because I'm just like, Ooh, that's on point, and just like, I feel like I'm being roasted and also like being laughed at, but also being supported in so many ways by figuring this stuff out. The last part of my chart that I wanna talk about is my authority. I have emotional authority, meaning that I need a few days to brew things over before coming to a decision. Impulsive choices don't really work in my favor because what tends to happen is that it feels really good in the moment, but after a few days I start to realize that what I thought was meant for me isn't necessarily what was best for me or what I really wanted. And I think this pretty much rings true in my life. I do notice that I often get really charged and excited over things and then I lose interest really quickly and that's kind of scary to me. So being able to take things slow is a really good lesson for me to understand about myself. So yeah that's just a few things about me. Hopefully this podcast episode sparked your interest in finding your own human design chart so you can discover more about yourself and increase your awareness. What's really cool about the book that I use to learn about my human design is that it not only explains a lot about yourself but you're able to map out the human designs of the people in your life so that you can have a better understanding on how to navigate your relationships and how you can really cohesively work together with people who have different designs than you. Like I said, I'm going to link the website that I use to figure out my human design chart down below. This is not an advertisement. No one is sponsoring me to say this or do this. This is just pure. interest in what this all was anyways i hope that this podcast episode really inspired you to find more out about yourself and that you can embark on a journey of self-discovery with me if you do happen to do your human design chart please send me a dm because i am seriously so curious to know what the people in my life what their design charts are so if you're a Manifestor, projector manifesting generator generator or a reflector. I think that's all of them. Send me a picture of your results on Instagram so that we can compare our charts. (laughs) All right, everyone, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye.